Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this BJOG podcast. Thank you for downloading. Uh, my name is Daniel Stock, one of the registrars at the Whittington Hospital in North London, and joined today by Professor Sharon Cameron from the University of Edinburgh. Professor Cameron is the lead for sexual health services at NHS Lothian. Um, and is going to be uh, talking today about the virtual issue on termination of pregnancy. So, Professor Cameron, I wondered if you could start just by introducing this uh, virtual issue. This is a collection of papers on the subject of termination of pregnancy, and it's been put together to celebrate 50 years of the Abortion Act in the United Kingdom. So that's celebrating 50 years of safe abortion for women, or at least for those who live in England, Wales and Scotland, because the Abortion Act does not apply to women in Northern Ireland. Thanks, Sharon. And I wondered if you could explain what uh, some of the highlights in this virtual issue are. The virtual issue is a great mix. There's a personal opinion um, and an editorial from the president of the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists, Professor Leslie Reagan. There's also a reflection on the past 50 years of safe abortion in the UK from David Paynton, and a review on the developments in medical abortion since the introduction of Mifepristone. This review is from Professor P.C. Ho from the University of Hong Kong, who has pioneered much work in this area. There's a systematic review and meta-analysis on the efficacy and safety of providing medical termination from doctors versus non-doctors, and this shows that provision is probably just as effective and safe from non-doctors. This should help leverage change to expand the range of abortion care providers where legally permissible. There's also a number of original research articles, randomised controlled trials and quantitative and qualitative research. One of the qualitative articles looks at the experiences of women in Scotland of having an early medical termination of pregnancy at home. And the home is now the commonest setting for an abortion in the UK. And this paper shows that generally women prefer this option and are more comfortable in their own home environment. But they do wonder why in the UK today they need this extra visit simply to receive the misoprostol. Why can't they self-administer this at home? This paper makes the point that many women find this extra visit inconvenient, but also many also end up bleeding on the way home from the clinic. There is also a mixed methods paper on the experiences of women, again from Scotland, who have had more than one termination of pregnancy. And this paper by Purcell et al. shows that amongst women who have had more than one abortion within the last two years, that factors such as challenging life circumstances, intimate partner violence, but also contraception difficulties are associated with the representation for another termination. This paper makes the point, however, that women feel judged by healthcare professionals when they present for a further termination of pregnancy. And yet actually they're making a responsible decision not to continue with a pregnancy, with a pregnancy that they feel unable to continue with and that they do not want. Thanks, Sharon. An important aspect of termination care is providing uh, safe and effective contraception after a termination. So I wondered if you could talk about some of the issues around that that are covered in this uh, virtual issue. There are two randomised controlled trials reported from the Finnish team of Professor Heikenheimo that um, focus on the provision of highly effective intrauterine contraception immediately following medical abortion. And these trials show that immediate provision of the intrauterine contraception following medical termination of pregnancy, even in the mid-trimester, is associated with higher uptake than if insertion is delayed even by a few weeks. It's safe and it's acceptable to women, feasible to perform. The studies also show that amongst women who have immediate insertion of the device, there are fewer subsequent pregnancies in the next year 
compared to the group where women have the device inserted at a later date. Thank you. The virtual issue also explores some of the new developments in uh, termination care. I wondered if you could talk about some of those new developments that are presented in this issue. There's a great cohort study on very early medical termination of pregnancy before there's definitive evidence of an intrauterine pregnancy and ultrasound, that is, before there's evidence of the yolk sac. So this study showed that in the cohort of women who were treated with an empty uterus or with a gestational sac, that the efficacy of early medical termination of pregnancy was just as high as when women have an early intrauterine pregnancy seen an ultrasound. The study also suggested that perhaps there may be a reduced risk of an incomplete termination of pregnancy at the very early gestations. And so this study is important because it reminds us how over-reliant we have become on ultrasound. Um, but actually, if we proceed with early medical termination of pregnancy, it's just as efficacious, has advantages for women in avoiding unnecessary delays. And of course, at early gestations, there may be less pain and bleeding. Also, as this study shows, we might actually pick up any ectopic pregnancies, if there are any, uh, at an earlier stage, since they won't show the expected dramatic fall in serum HCG that we would expect to see with a complete termination of an early intrauterine pregnancy. Thank you. And what are some of the areas for future research that are sketched out in this issue? And what are some of the areas for future developments that are also explored? So the issue also contains a systematic review and meta-analysis on the research gaps in early medical termination of pregnancy. And this indicates that over-the-counter availability of early medical termination of pregnancy drugs really is a viable and realistic option that warrants further research. Thank you. And I wondered if you could um, just end by summarising some of the key achievements um, that have been made since the uh, introduction of the Abortion Act 50 years ago. So coming back to the 50 years of celebrating of the UK Abortion Act, it's clear that there's been much that's been achieved in the past 50 years, particularly with safer surgical methods and notably with the development of safe medical methods of termination of pregnancy with the advent of mifepristone. In recent years, we've seen simplifications of the medical termination of pregnancy regimen. And as this issue shows, Further simplifications could occur, including treatment before there's ultrasound evidence of an intrauterine pregnancy. For women in the UK, a huge advance would be the ability to self-administer misoprostol at home, as well as strategies that can ensure the sustainability of comprehensive termination of pregnancy services throughout the country. In addition, as a society, we need to do more to end and remove the stigmatisation associated with termination of pregnancy a procedure which one in three women will undergo at some point in their reproductive lives. This reminds us that termination of pregnancy is a core part of obstetrics and gynaecology. Professor Cameron, thanks ever so much for joining us today and for your insightful comments on this virtual issue on termination of pregnancy. And of course, I'd uh, urge all our listeners to uh, seek out that virtual issue uh, from the BJOG on termination of pregnancy. It's important to note that since recording this podcast with Professor Cameron, the Scottish Government has announced a change in the law to allow women to self-administer misoprostol at home. This move has been welcomed by Professor Cameron, who has said that it will immediately and significantly improve the well-being of women in Scotland who access termination of pregnancy services. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. 
tweet us at bjogtweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.